0: Hey, we're up to episode number two of Canny Chatterball's Step. We're in the boardroom at the Canny Group. Who have we got with us?
1: Hi, Roxy. Yeah, episode two. Um, very exciting. Well, we've got Andrew Draper here, who's a client of the Canny Group. He's a business owner, father, motorcycle enthusiast, and a general
2: adventurer. So, how are you going, Andrew? Oh, well, thanks. Thanks for the invitation, Roxanne. Stephanie, it's great to be here. Yeah,
0: good. Great now, to have you. okay, so you're a bit of an adventurer, Andrew. So, tell us about that.
2: Oh, I wouldn't know. The adventure is quite appropriate. Just a bit of adventure riding. I like my motorcycle riding. I've got a wonderful group of friends here in Geelong that we all have a shared common interest. So, yeah, I like to uh, go for a blip occasionally. I've just returned from about a month away uh, up north as far as uh, just shy of Darwin at um, and across as far as Broome, back down the Tanami to Allison home again. So, yeah, a bit of a look around. It's always good to go out there and meet some interesting folk, and there's some very interesting folk in the outback Australia. Very.
0: Now, you've been a client at the Canny Group for a long time. Tell us about that. When did you first start here?
2: Well, it's going to make me sound very old, but it would be over 30 years ago now been a client that's right off the back of my father's been a client with the Candy group now for over 50 years wow yes he's very much involved with um the founder stan and his lovely wife joan um so that's where it all began and uh and he'd been uh, very well with the canny group and i thought well it's good enough for him it's good enough for me so uh i've been here remain here right. yeah
1: that's- Fantastic connection. So um, you've been a a client personally and for your business as well. Correct, Tell us a little bit about the business.
2: Uh, Well, the business has been varied. I've been involved in a few things over time, of course, um, right from uh, earth moving. I've been involved with property, some housing, uh, and a passion is rural, the rural environment. I I live out uh, on a rural environment, and so that's another business in which I, I I suppose I reside and work from home, so it's
0: ideal. So I think one of the things that's interesting for me, Andrew, when you say that you've obviously got a few things going on, and that that probably could be a bit confusing, you know, because you've got a, you've got different businesses, obviously, a bit confusing from an accounting perspective. So is that one of the reasons why it's important to, you know, have sort of like a trusted. Advisors
2: like you have here? Yeah, you're exactly right. Um, that's that's exactly right. And that's probably one of the key points here. I think particularly with this new setup, up the new building, um, you've got so many different aspects of it that all apply to your business and it's just, it's a nice thing about it coming under one roof and be able to ask those questions, find the answers. It's very easy to identify the problems, but it's much harder to find the solutions. And with such a, an array of people out here under the one roof, it's only a step out one door into another and you can lean on their expertise in that area, and then you find a suitable uh, solution to those problems.
1: That's fantastic. Yeah, it's a, I think a, um, a great example of, of the, um, the support we can offer. Um, and, and making it easy for our clients. So I hope that's the experience that you've had with us.
2: Oh, absolutely. That That is the key to it, I think. And I think it's priceless. It's invaluable because you don't spend sort of days or weeks or even longer to resolve something. It's, it's dealt with very quickly. You're getting the right advice, mm-hmm. uh, which in turn helps you make the right decisions, and then you can go forward with confidence.
0: Yeah. See, it makes, yeah. I think, something that's interesting, Andrew, that you've just pointed out there... Uh, Nobody's a cookie cutter... Like, there's no cookie cutter solution for anybody. No. <coughs> that everybody's going to need something slightly different, and I think that that's where where the canny group... Um, yeah, because there are... You've got legal advisory and accounting and everything in between, that for somebody like you, has a diverse sort of range of things that you're doing, diverse needs, Andrew, that it, it's, it means that you couldn't just go to a standard, this is what we offer, bang, that's it. You, you need... This more
2: bespoke service. Oh, absolutely, Roxy. That's that's hitting the nail on the head. What happens is rather than be ducking all over the place, seeking that independent advice here and there, and then clashing. One thing here, whilst I operate individually in their the chosen field of expertise, they will all come together as a team. They pull together, mm-hmm. and then you can live with the confidence that you need to be reassured that you've you know, you've got the right information, that's enabled to make the right decisions, and then you're walking out uh, feeling quite comfortable with where you're at.
1: And from our interactions, I think the communication within the team has worked really well. So there's possibly problems or solutions which have been come up with because the team knows you, they know your business, they know the family, they know what needs to happen. Uh, yeah. And we've potentially covered things that maybe, you know, you hadn't
0: initially yeah, thought may, of may or not thought
2: Absolutely, as that's yeah. Absolutely, Stephen. That's, yeah, I, like I recently um, was engaged with Stephen here uh, sorting out um, estate planning and it was at a time I needed to make some adjustment and Stephen was able to throw some light on areas that, that I was totally unaware of. I had yeah. no clue of. but through, through explaining that and knowing, I suppose, not just what I was doing but why I was doing it, that was what was important to me, to know, to be going some clarity. And uh, that, that experience was just magnificent. Yeah.
0: So isn't that wonderful? You know, it's really funny. When you came in today, Andrew. You know, and we were setting up for the podcast, it's, um, you know, Edwina's here, the marketing manager, and Stefan, you know. You walk
2: from rotten when you walk through the door, you meet the girls at the door. And you, it's, it's lovely. It's very welcoming. You come into here, and anyone that tends to interact, it's all the same. It's yeah. one of the same. So, no, it's a real pleasant experience. Yeah, that's what it's all about.
0: And not yeah. many people would say that about going to the accountant or the lawyer. Oh, that was the a pleasant experience. Exam- <laughs> I know. I know. It's,
2: it, no, that's exactly right. But it is. It, it really is. And, and I, I love coming out and I love throwing a few curveballs at different ones. And, um, and certainly, Mandy, I think, has that look of fear in her face when I say, Mandy, <laughs> I need to talk about something. <laughs> but she, she has a wonderful team of support around her and we always get the bottom of it. I never leave unresolved. Isn't
0: that? Awesome. Now, yeah. when you first came in, you were we, and we were chatting. You were talking about this trip that you've just done, and you said you met, met some pretty interesting characters up in, um, you know, outback Australia. Yeah. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your trip? Like, what were you what were you doing?
2: Oh, just uh, just having a bit of a blip around. Really, I started off. There was, um, in actual fact, I start off, I met. Uh, a group of four in the So there was five. We went further north up through uh, Milparinka, Tipper and up to uh, a place called uh, Windora, and we had uh, four colleagues from um, Queensland come across to there. Um, all interesting characters in themselves. They were all mostly airline pilots, so they got wonderful stories to share. Um, and and Windora itself's a unique place. It, uh, they have a, an annual event there each year called the Cooper's Cup, which is a yabby race. And if you've never been to a yabby race, <laughs> and it, it doesn't sound very exciting, I know, but it, it is sensational. It's, it's on the to-do list. Anyone going to the Birdsville Cup should go past Windora. The money is raised for the local community, for the the, the children, the schools, and one thing or other. But uh, they have the stock boys do the auction, and there's just the, the town is just saturated. There's thousands of people in the town for that one particular evening, which normally has a population of about 70. Yeah. So it really gives it a kick in the pants. But it's it's a must-do. Do, it's, it's do you eat the yabbies after? No.
1: <laughs> no,
2: no, the yabbies come back next year to race again. <laughs> since.
1: since But that's what it's all about. I mean, you know, you're obviously passionate about motorbikes, but it's about people, isn't it? It's about travelling with friends and meeting new people and sharing experiences.
2: It is. The destination, like a lot of things, can be overrated. So it's the journey that's important. And um, and once you get going and just the groups of people that you can do it with and the people you meet, like you can go to a little town, a population of three, and find uh, Forge Bridge is another interesting little place and there's only a population of three. Uh, One (laughs) works away from home, fly and fly out. One doesn't drink, and there's the publican and his blue dog, his <laughs> yeah. name's Peter Everett. And what a fascinating gentleman to meet, you know. The, yeah. the, the stories you walk away with out of places like that—they're bloody gold.
1: Yeah, yeah. 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 And, and so you now, just for everybody listening, this is an unsupported trip. So you're on motorbikes, nobody's following you around, in a big, you know, truck full of spares. You, you're carrying all your gear yourself. Is that right? Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah, one hundred percent, totally unsupported. So you, you need some sort of. Um, accommodation, be it a swag or a tent or something like that, and uh, a few a few clothes and bits and pieces and a few mechanicals to take with you for the in the event of repair, you know. Yeah. Um, and outside of that, you're on your own.
1: And the whole group made it through.
2: Uh, we're not complete. We had one uh, one incident uh, with a tumble, so so he returned home. We had another one where a bike got dusted out, um, so that was uh, that was left. And um, then the remaining seven, yes, continued on. I split from the group. Uh, along with my brother at uh, Timber Creek we came uh, across as far as Timber Creek they headed north to Darwin to uh, leave their bikes there and fly home and mm-hmm. um, we continued across the Gib River Road through um, El Cuestro and Home Valley and across to Derby Broome spent a few days in Broome um, before returning back across through Fitzroy crossing Halls Creek and down the Tanami, uh, wow. which was, yeah, was quite an experience and um, yeah, it's just a character matter. They're salt of the earth, and they're, they're it's tough, tough, rough country, uh, yeah. and there's some rough and tough characters out there. Yeah. But uh, no, it's great to meet them. They're, there's really good sort of soul of the earth type people out there, and they have all got fascinating stories of you know, real hardship. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You can imagine. You just you you well, you can't imagine. It's it's amazing to be able to go out there and experience this, Andrew. I, I suspect that. You know, it is tough out in the bush now, particularly... Drought is in you know, the red centre. We expect that to be kind of no rain, but that, that drought has extended a lot further, hasn't it?
2: It has. And, and sort of northern New South Wales, the first stop uh, for the Raridan was uh, Meriwagga, which is where they got the uh, Black Stump Hotels, uh, the yeah. tallest bar. It's Again, it's a, it's a place full of characters. Their crops jumped out of the ground looking beautiful. Uh, within weeks of lack of rain, they were starting to uh, cut those crops and turn them into feed. Oh, so, no. what looked to be presenting a really good year. Uh, turn, turned on them and then further north it sort of, the story really got worse. It was very very dry and, yeah. uh, and they were struggling um, even down through Declare Valley over near uh, Adelaide there. I went uh, out through that way on the way up to rejoin the group and it was looking magnificent. Within a couple of weeks of coming back they hadn't had sufficient rain. That was turning and again they were turning those into into, uh, into feed. Yeah. So um, that's the trouble for the, you know, rural Australia is it's so dependent on the bloody weather. Yeah. And you know, they can do everything right okay. but if they don't get the rain um, it ends in tears. Yeah. Mm.
0: Now you mentioned that you've got a property.
2: Yeah, I do. I'm quite fortunate. I, I live out in Belbury. Um, my father bought a property there right back in 73 so as kids we got the luxury and the benefit of growing up uh, we didn't live on the property uh, I built a home out there in 92 so I've been there a good while and uh, in that time we since purchased another property adjacent to that which is where I now reside but I do it no, I'm not doing it tough there I'm doing it more of a gentleman lifestyle I have, um, <laughs> I have cattle there and I basically buy them in maybe around 3, 330 kilo I'll hold them for maybe uh, just less than 12 months, put some weight on them Done a good job with that myself, <laughs> and, uh, and then I'll sell the I'll sell the where you get your nice juicy eye fillet. Oh,
0: really? now now we're talking. That's yeah, the talking. one.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, that's wonderful. So I, it, it it sort of strikes me that you're living a pretty good life.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, I really have no reason to bitch and moan, but that doesn't mean I won't. No, no, and, and, of course. And as a, as a, a farmer, we're, we're never happy. We're either getting not enough rain, too much bloody rain or too much <laughs> no. wind. But there's always something to have a grizzle about or uh, discuss the weather. But no, no, I'm, I'm, I am I'm. feel very fortunate in the position I am and the lifestyle I live. Yeah, it's growing.
0: You know, and I sort of it, it strikes me, Steph, that um, when you've got a relationship which... You've obviously had Andrew for over 30 years and your dad for over 50 with the Canny Group. A lot of where you are now is is around some great decisions and some mindful advice that you've received over that period that can now find you in, in a position where... You know, you can take off and spend some time in the Red Centre, or you can eat that juicy steak and maybe send one my way occasionally. <laughs> we
2: will see what we can arrange. That we may we may have a barbecue at the Kenny Group with a few steaks. That sounds great. But no, you're absolutely right. It's all it's all through through the as you're saying those decisions and what uh, what Dad had done uh, in his early days here that uh, offered us the luxury lifestyle we have today, without a doubt, absolutely. Yeah.
1: Mm. Yeah. And, and hopefully, the, you know, you can go off and enjoy the trips that you do and and, and live the life that you do, um, knowing that things are being taken care of in the background. You've done some good planning. You, you know, you do your work with us year-round and, and things are pretty smooth.
2: Oh, you do. And that's what happened when I before this trip when I left and I spent the time with yourself, Stephen, setting up that estate planning. Because, uh, Roxy, a, a trip uh, probably 18 months ago could have ended in death. I had an experience Ooh. where a kangaroo took pretty good care of me. We um, were end up in the Adelaide Hospital for a week on the morphine buzz and the Royal Flont doctors came to my aid. And, wow. um, and he was a great bunch of blokes that looked after me and got me to there, but uh, I thought it does have associated risk notice in the driving driving down the road here um, so I made sure I got things in place this time heading away in the event that should anything untoward happen I would be well protected and that's where that's where these guys coming.
0: in yeah, yeah see now isn't that that is fantastic and that's a really interesting point that you raise look I just think we think we're bulletproof
2: absolutely we think it's not going to happen to us or we'll be better than that it's just not the case reality can strike you know at any time there's, there's risk in everything we do mm. whether it be business or pleasure
1: and, and, and thankfully, obviously, if you've, you've come back in one piece, then it's great. But that planning doesn't just cover you for, the, you know, the four weeks that you're away. No. We've, I, I feel like we've put in some great planning that will cover you, you know, for, for the rest of your long and happy life um, and provide some genuine benefits to your own family, you know, long-term.
2: Oh, 100%. I I never like to rely on hope. So, you know, hope's when we've got nothing left. But uh, by coming in and and putting those things in place, it's it's right not just for the four weeks, it's for the rest of my life. And uh, and with your advice and the way we structured things, I'm very much at ease with where things are at now. It's something I don't have to think about. It's not something I'm concerned about when I'm away or whatever I happen to be doing. It's fantastic.
1: Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Did you pick up any gems on the road that you bring back to your property here in Geelong or in Belgrave? No,
2: no, no <laughs> I was just having to bring myself back. <laughs> <laughs> and,
1: and you've been in Geelong for a long time. So you've seen it change and we've spoken about
2: this. I have, yeah. Um,
1: you're still in Geelong. So tell us a bit, why Geelong? Why have you, why have you chosen to stay here?
2: Oh, I suppose my question would be, why wouldn't you? It's... Um, it's a fantastic place. Like, I've worked around Geelong, talking to the surf coast and the Peninsula pretty much all my life. And there's a wonderful people within the region, along with, you know, what have been used, um, the lifestyle it offers. You know, we've got the bay on one side, we've got the surf beaches on the other. The only downside to it is that everyone else seems to have realised this. And now we are been yeah. so <laughs> <And laughs> the <it's laughs> magic busy by our standards, which, I'm, yeah. you know, it's yeah. a buddy bummer. Yes. But, yeah. um, I mean, no, for... Growing up down here as 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 a child and in Geelong region, I think we've been so privileged. We yeah. really have.
0: Yeah. Oh, without a doubt, it's been so lovely having a chat to you, Andrew. I know that um, you know we we often have chats about the clients at the Canny Group and mm. how important they are, and how you know really the staff just love you guys, and that's you. It's so evident when, you know, you see how you feel about these guys as well. It's it's absolutely wonderful.
2: Yeah, well, it's, it's the same It's the same thing. If someone asked me, why would you go to the canny group? I, think, I don't like to answer a question with a question, but I would say, why wouldn't you? Where can you go where you can walk in the door and almost deal with, like, from the hatch, match and dispatch from the very mm-hmm. beginning to the very end, all under one roof, get the right advice from the various different areas that you need to consider find suitable solutions to the serious problems or, or the most least of problems, they're there. And we um, say, so why wouldn't you?
0: Yeah, oh, mm. I'm with
2: you. Oh, that's, that's brilliant. Yeah. Now, one last question. Where's the next
0: adventure? Or when? That's the question.
2: It's in the planning. <laughs>
0: <Good to hear. laughs> Can that's you the... release details, or is it still...
2: No, no details to uh, be released <laughs> at this early stage, but um, there will certainly hopefully be, be many more to come.
0: Oh, I mm, have fantastic. a sense there will be too. Um, Andrew Draper, a wonderful client of the Canny Group, Stefan Manch, our um, head legal guy and just all-round great guy, and me, Roxy Bennett. This has been the Canny Chattables. It's been so lovely getting to know you, Andrew, and um, hearing your story. I want to head out back
2: now. <laughs> Do go for it. It's been a pleasure.